0: Section Twenty of Lives of the Most Eminent Painters, Sculptors, and Architects, Volume Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elise Boucher, West Allis, Wisconsin. Lives of the Most Eminent Painters, Sculptors, and Architects, Volume Two by Giorgio Vasare translated by gaston Doucet de Vere. life of mazolino de panacale truly great i believe must be the contentment of those who are approaching the highest rank in the science wherein they are laboring and those likewise who besides their delight and pleasure that they feel in working valiantly enjoy some fruit from their labors without doubt live a quiet and very happy life and if perchance it comes to pass that one while advancing towards perfection in any science or art is overtaken by death in the happy course of his life his memory does not become wholly spent if only he has laboured worthily in order to attain the true end of his art wherefore every man should labour the most that he can in order to attain to perfection since although he may be hindered in the midst of his course he will gain praise if not for the works that he has not been able to finish at least for the excellent intention and diligent study which are seen in the little that he leaves behind Masolino de panicale of valdelsa who was a disciple of lorenzo di bartoluccio ghiberte was a very good goldsmith in his youth and the best finisher that lorenzo had in the labour of the doors and he was very dexterous and able in making the draperies of the figures and had very good manner and understanding in the work of finishing wherefore with his chisel he made with all the more dexterity certain soft and delicate hollows both in human limbs and in draperies he devoted himself to painting at the age of nineteen and practised it ever afterwards learning the art of colouring from gerardo starnina and having gone to rome in order to study the while that he dwelt there he painted the hall of the old house of the orsini on monte giordano and then having returned to florence by reason of a pain in the head that the air was causing him he made in the carmine beside the chapel of the crucifixion that figure of st peter which is still seen there this figure being praised by the craftsmen, brought it about that he was commissioned to adorn the chapel of the brancacci in the said church with the stories of st peter of which chapel with great diligence he brought a part to completion as on the vaulting where there are the four evangelists with christ taking andrew and peter from the nets and then peter weeping for the sin committed in denying him and next to that his preaching in order to convert the gentiles he painted there the shipwreck of the apostles in the tempest and the scene where St. Peter is delivering his daughter Petronella from sickness, and in the same scene he made him going with St. John to the temple, where, in front of the portico, there is the lame beggar asking him for alms, and St. Peter, not being able to give him either gold or silver, is delivering him with the sign of the cross. Throughout all that work the figures are made with very good grace, and they show grandeur in the manner, softness, and harmony in the colouring. And relief and force in the draftsmanship. The work was much esteemed by reason of its novelty, and of the methods used in many parts, which were totally different from the matter of Ciotto, but being overtaken by death, he left these scenes unfinished. Mazzolino was a person of very good powers, with much harmony and facility in his pictures, which are seen to have been executed with diligence and with great love. This zeal and this willingness to labor which he never ceased to show brought about in him a bad habit of body which ended his life before his time and snatched him prematurely from the world mazzolino died young at the age of thirty-seven cutting short the expectations that people had conceived of him his pictures date about the year fourteen forty and paolo schiavo who painted the madonna and the figures with their feet foreshortened on the cornice of the canto di gori in florence strove greatly to follow the manner of massolino from whose works having studied them many times i find his manner very different from that of those who were before him seeing that he added majesty to the figures and gave softness and a beautiful flow of folds to the draperies the heads of his figures also are much better than those made before his day for he was a little more successful in making the roundness of the eyes and many other beautiful parts of the body and since he began to have a good knowledge of light and shade seeing that he worked in relief he made many difficult foreshortenings very well as is seen in that beggar who is seeking alms from st peter for his leg which is trailing behind him is so well proportioned in its outlines with regard to draughtsmanship, and in its shadows with regard to colouring that it appears to be really piercing the wall Masolino began likewise to give more sweetness of expression to the faces of women and more loveliness to the garments of young men than the old craftsmen had done and he also drew passing well in perspective but that wherein he excelled more than in anything else was colouring in fresco for this he did so well that his pictures are blended and harmonized with so great grace that his painting of flesh has the greatest softness which one is able to imagine wherefore if he had shown absolute perfection in draughtsmanship as perchance he might have done if he had lived longer he might have been numbered among the best since his works are executed with good grace and with grandeur in the manner softness and harmony in the colouring and much relief and force in the draughtsmanship although this is not in all parts perfect end of life of Masolino da Panicale.